G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. There's one unique identity who stands way above all others as the most influential person who ever lived. No other name has been more influential than Jesus of Nazareth. A new book brings readers face-to-face with the one who holds the universe together and whose brutal death on a cross set the world right again. Warwick Marsh and co-author Kurt Mulberg have been exploring how Jesus and his followers changed the course of history in their new book called Jesus at the Centre of It All. Our absolute pleasure to welcome Warwick Marsh. Hey Warwick, welcome back to 2020. It's great to be talking to you again, Neil. Well, congratulations on the new book, Warwick. Let me ask you, because you use the opening part of the book to tell something of your own personal testimony, your personal encounter with this person who is the most influential of all history. And it takes us back to some of your early days. And for listeners who don't know you so well, an anti-Vietnam war protester, buoyed by your youthful Marxist idealism. Take us back to those days. Well, I was young and stupid, and I think we all were, and possibly I'm still um, you know, getting rid of that stupidity. Um, the bottom line is I was marching a- against the war. I've since apologised to the soldiers because many of them were treated shamefully by the Vietnam War protesters. But the bottom line, I thought that uh, war was wrong, and I'm not a big favor person in favor of war anyway, even now today. But the bottom line is sometimes wars have to be fought uh, on a pragmatic basis for the sake of truth, for the sake of justice. And, uh, yeah, so I was marching the streets, getting kicked by the police in, in Sydney in the early 70s as a young um, high school student radical. And at the same, around the same time, I was in the process of discovering Christ and I fully discovered Christ in 1969 at a Billy Graham, uh, Billy Graham TV telecast. That's why I believe so much in media, and I love radio, and I love um, um, you know video and, and TV because you know that's how I came to Christ. It was through media, and so congratulations, Vision Radio, and congratulations too on the fact that Melbourne and Sydney will be starting up in January, and you'll be able to broadcast uh, right through those major cities, which is just absolutely fantastic. But back to the story, yes, I came to Christ in 69 and then I read Torture for Christ and realised that uh, communism wasn't such a good idea because it was absolutely dead against Christianity and against Christ and it literally killed millions and millions of Christians were killed under communist regimes. But here I am today. I'm loving Jesus and following Jesus and writing books about Jesus. And to be able to identify a transformed life, this is what I was, and, uh, you know, to use your words, young and stupid, and to have recognised that there is an encounter that you can have with God that sets you in a different way of thinking. 
and then therefore a different way of living your life in a way that has purpose and meaning. Now, come back to this book that you and Kurt Mulberg have together written. And it's not your first collaboration. You've had some fabulous books before. This one, though, this is all about Jesus being the centre of it all. What do you mean by that, Warwick? Well, it says in Colossians that through him and by him were all things made that were made. So the scripture points to that, and it's dozens and dozens of scriptures show that Jesus Christ is the very expression of God. In fact, in the New Testament, Paul records that Jesus is the glory of God revealed. And Jesus' death on the cross split time in two, literally, AD, BC, before Christ and AD. Now, many people have tried to change that, but they can't because that's just what's happened. And it's happened for a reason, because Jesus came into this earth to seek and save that which was lost. And, you know, we're about to celebrate that in a very short time at Christmas. And yes, it's amazing what Jesus has done. And literally, Jesus has left his mark on every, almost every institution that we have in Western society. Education, uh, the schools were started by Jesus. Universities were started by, when I say Jesus, but people who followed Jesus. Um, monks and uh, sisters and Christian people and ministers started schools, um, started universities. The, the, the uh, medical profession uh Hospitals were a Christian invention. Uh, so much of, of modern science comes because of Christian scientists. John Newton was a theologian as well as a great mathematician. Einstein believed in God and was inspired by God uh, in in so many of his discoveries. And so we find that so much of our society, the, the parliamentary system, unions were started by Christian people back in the day. Um, the legal system, as we understand it, comes from the... Uh, the Old Testament laws and the whole idea that uh, people are innocent before proven guilty. So we have all these things in our society that point to the fact that Jesus is the centre of it all. As you say, we mark every date on our calendar in reference to him. Uh, Even the artworks of history are revolving around him. He is the leader and founder of the world's biggest faith, Christianity. There are so many dimensions here. It's undoubted that Jesus is at the centre of it all. But there's a certain growing secularisation in our nation in Australia, Warwick, and some people have lost a sight of that. Is this something that you and Kurt had in mind when you penned this book together, that you might give people either a fresh set of eyes Uh, or even a new start, understanding Jesus at the centre of it all? Well, yes, Neil. Um, Our hope was really, first of all, for the church and for individuals who are following God to come back to the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. So the book is first written for believers to fall in love with Jesus Christ and to discover the scriptural reality that Christ is the centre of it all, the historical reality, but also the devotional reality. Because Paul said, I determined to know nothing among you when he came to the Corinthian church except Christ and him crucified. This man had been to the the third heaven. He'd seen visions. He's raised the dead. But he chose to limit himself to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ on the cross when he went to the Corinthians. And Paul furthermore said, 
beware lest anyone beguile you from the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. And so there's a beautiful simplicity in Christ Jesus. And our dream and hope is to point to Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith, as the writer of Hebrews said, and point people back to Jesus. And at the end of each chapter, there's, there's a scripture song on a QR code. There's a prayer. There's a Bible study. And it can be done, the book can be done as a Bible study. But having said all that, it is also a great book for people who are seeking to find Christ, who are fairly serious. Uh, they have to be reasonably serious seekers. But they would really enjoy reading uh, Jesus, the center of it all. And in fact, many people are buying these books uh, by the carton load, like cartons of 24, to give away to their friends at Christmas time, and it would make an ideal Christmas present for both believers and unbelievers alike. So you have those stories of transformation that we all might be familiar with when we read the gospel accounts in the Bible or those transformation stories when you read through Paul and his letters to the early church. But it seems to be there's just been a snowball effect down through history, personal and missionary stories of transforming faith. And you've been able to pick up on a number of those stories just to highlight what you're saying when you talk about Jesus being the centre of it all. Yeah, look, we've told our own stories as well, Kurt and I. And it's, it's, I guess you could say it's the best of both worlds. You've got someone who's, you know, 69, who's lived a few years, been following God now for 51 years, um, 33 years in full-time ministry. Kurt, who is uh, in his late 30s and very astute thinker, um, great writer, and also uh, a Baptist, former Baptist pastor, now currently a missionary. And so we've got these two viewpoints of life, young and old, um, and we come together, the both of us come together to write these stories in a readable form with lots of stories. So it's a story of Jesus and the scriptures, essentially, but it's also our own stories of faith. And you heard me mention that you pointed out that I start the, the book with a story of me as a protester back in my youth and then finding Christ coming to Christ and realizing that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And whilst politics is good, it will not save us, only Jesus Christ. You know, seven and a half billion copies of the Bible in circulation around the world and uh, religiousness or that sort of um, that sort of passion for following Jesus is so alive and well in places like continental Africa and South America, Southeast Asia and into China. Amazing things. Does it surprise you at all, Warwick, that you've got people in Australia who really need this fresh face-to-face encounter with Jesus because something is missing in our very secularised Australia? Look, it, it it's well said, Neil. Um, you're a student of history yourself. I know that for a fact, having talked to you many times in the past. And you're well read and, and you've got a good rip on this. And the reality is that, um, unfortunately, the West is in decay, and Australia in particular. And we're struggling. And, you know, we've got a situation where the South Australian government just uh, last week removed the word Christmas. They removed Anzac Day. They removed Christmas Day and Australia Day from the list of holidays. So they've still called it, you know, the 25th and the, and the you know, 26th and the 25th of April, but they've literally removed reference to Christmas, Christ, Mass. They've literally removed reference to 
um, you know, Anzac Day, which was essentially a day started off by the church. Anzac Day was a, literally a day of repentance and mourning um, for the loss of war, but also to honour those who died. And it was started by an Anglican vicar in um, Brisbane. So, so much of our history has Christ embedded in, it, embedded in it. And sadly, we are just literally ripping Christ out of our our uh, schools and our media and, and trying to rip Christ out of our past. But the good news is Jesus Christ rose from the dead and the people of God in Australia are praying and thank God for radio stations like Vision Radio Station, Vision Radio, and other Christian radio stations and Christian TV and people that are active who are standing, if you like, in the gap on behalf of the land and they are crying out that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And the church, of course, too, is doing exactly the same. And we thank God for those churches that are proclaiming the good news. And our book is designed to encourage the believers to do the same. Well, if you remove Jesus, uh, you actually create a de-civilizing effect on the whole of the society. So some of those things you mentioned there, they're regressive steps, absolutely for sure. Hey, this new book, and it's also able to be used as a study book. Just take us into that for a moment, because a lot of people buy a book to read personally. Uh, others will be looking for something, and even potentially for a new year as a study book. Uh, how do you use it as a study book, Warwick? Well, to introduce that, um, I thought I might give, give you a quote from Dr. Stephen Shavura, who's an historian, author, author and lecturer, uh, at a uh, university college in Sydney. And this is what he says about the book. And it does relate at the end to the idea of having study. And this is what he said about the book that we've written, Kurt and myself, Jesus, the Centre of it All. There is no greater figure in human history than Jesus of Nazareth. None. Likewise, there is no greater hope for us as individuals, families and nations than Jesus. This book will help us rediscover the uniqueness power and majesty of Jesus, the God-man. It is written for all people so that the living Christ can continue to renew our souls from day to day. This is a book for our time and a book that points to the only hope for any long-term renewal of what is true, beautiful and good in the modern world. I earnestly recommend it to general readers and also to church and university study groups. So Stephen has cottoned on to the idea that, yes, this could be a study group. And we've already had many people remark on the, the beauty of this because it's got four Bible um, questions, quizzes at the end of each chapter. It's 10 chapters. And there is a this um, prayer and also this worship song uh, on QR code at the end of each chapter. And the idea is that it could be used by, you know, a, a student group or a young people's group or a... Um, a cell group in a church. It could be used anywhere. Well, this new book is called Jesus at the Centre of It All. And as Warwick says, uh, pre-orders have people getting not only a single book, but boxes full. And you've got a, a very unique way of getting this book into people's hands. Uh, you've even got a suggested donation amount uh, for one or more copies of the book. Uh, and if you can't even afford the cost of the book, you've said you'll send a copy for free, Warwick. Is that the case? How's that going to work? Now, we, we, we don't see this as a money-making opportunity. We see this as a ministry opportunity. In other words, 
if people don't have the money for the book, we'll gladly give them a book for free. Uh, just a case of going to Googling camera declaration, click resources, and you'll open up to Jesus, the center of it all, the book. And you can order it there, but you can also, and, and you can, that, that would be sort of, shall we say, the, the, the normal way to do it, inverted commas. But please send an email to, again, you'll find our email at our website, info at cameradeclaration.org.au. Please give us your address and, um, you know, your contact details, uh, mobile, and we will gladly send you a copy. And the list price is um, $26.95. We're selling a few dollars cheaper. You can buy it at Kurong now. It's available at Kurong. And it's available also at um, Reformers Bookshop based in Sydney, New South Wales. And by the way, if you do want to order a, a box, well, again, uh, go to the website. And, of course, it, it's 40% cheaper when you buy bulk. I mean, literally, we do want to get this book out to people. And we literally are reducing the price pretty madly for those bulk orders because it is a great Christmas present. It's a great way to cover a lot of Christmas presents all at once. Okay, well, the book is called Jesus at the Centre of It All. That website is canberradeclaration.org.au. And as Warwick says, click on the Resources tab and you'll be able to make your order. canberradeclaration.org.au. Warwick Marsh, thanks so much for giving us your insight and update on the new book and congratulations to you and Kurt. Well, thank you very much for your kind words. And again, I'm so excited to be on Vision Radio and a God's blessings to you too as you open up these two wonderful stations in Sydney and Melbourne and look out Australia because the good news is coming down the line right across this nation, not just into the regionals and some of the major cities, but every major city in across this nation. It's so exciting. So God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 